After taking two of three from the Yankees, it was an off day for our Chicago White Sox. Uh, were you still buzzing yesterday from that doubleheader sweep of the Yankees? Uh, so many great moments from Cueto's performance, uh, Pollock's clutch home run, Kopech's brilliant outing, and of course, the three-run home run uh, from Tim Anderson. Sox fans, of course, are hoping it's the spark we've been waiting for. And now the White Sox are back home, starting up a series with the Boston Red Sox. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked On White Sox. I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan. Recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. I uh, really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Locked on White Sox as part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, I'm going to look at some May numbers and get you ready for Tuesday's matchup with the Bo Sox. Uh, Michael Kopech pitched a game that he won't forget anytime soon, and he talked about it. Uh, also, Tim Anderson's offensive numbers are simply amazing. State of the Sox, uh, your White Sox are 21-20. and 20. Uh, They are chasing the Minnesota Twins by four and a half games. Uh, Minnesota's playing Detroit. Um, Sunday was such a big day. Uh, I felt like uh, you, you've you felt this. You're, you've probably been sitting with this as a Sox fan uh, most of uh, this Monday with an off day, hoping maybe that the Sox were playing to continue the momentum, but also maybe just taking it all in uh, from the articles, from the interviews, maybe rewatching uh, the game, both games really, but you know that uh, game two with the big Tim Anderson home run and the Michael Kopech outing. Um, it hopefully is the spark. We've been, we've been waiting for something and for certain guys to to start materializing a little bit uh, here and there from pitchers to offensive guys. And, um, you know, there's a lot of work to be done, and we're going to talk about it in this episode. But uh, Sunday was, was a big day. Um, MLB uh, has weighed in on the Josh Donaldson situation has given Josh Donaldson a one-game suspension. I'm sure you've seen or heard about this already. Um, there's a, also an undisclosed fine, and we don't know how much, uh, but he has been fined as well. Of course, Josh Donaldson uh, appealing the situation. Uh, this was from Lamont Pope of the Chicago Tribune uh, on how this situation, how this one-game suspension uh, was, I guess, figured out. Uh, this is from Michael Hill, MLB's Senior Vice President for On-Field Operations. Uh, there is no dispute over what was said on the field. Regardless of Mr. Donaldson's intent 
The comment he directed toward Mr. Anderson was disrespectful and in poor judgment, particularly when viewed in the context of their prior interactions. In addition, Mr. Donaldson's remark was a contributing factor in a bench-clearing incident between the teams and warrants a discipline. It certainly certainly does uh, warrant discipline. I don't know about you, but one game suspension, uh, wow. Uh, Joe Kelly um, was on a, he, he was doing a bunch of different uh, media stuff and publicity things on Monday, and he was on uh, the score 670 talking about uh, he made a kind of a pouting face in that in that game uh, when he was with the Dodgers several years ago, and uh, he received a, a crazy amount of games just for making a face. And and here this situation with Josh da- Josh Donaldson, uh, he gets one game. Um, unbelievable. Uh, There's a lot of quotes uh, from different articles that I was pouring over on Monday from. You know, whether it was the Trib or or the Athletic, uh, you know, and uh, a lot of folks talking, of course, about Tim Anderson. And we'll get to some of the Kopech stuff in a minute. But uh, this is what uh, Tony La Russa had said on uh, Tim Anderson. Uh, This guy is he's as good as anybody playing at that position and one of the best players in baseball. So he deserves the recognition and he deserves the respect. When somebody disrespects him, well, he should get upset. I know I would. Point is, when you talk about how special he is, think about the game he had under those circumstances. And that is a wonderful point. Uh, I mentioned in yesterday's episode, uh, no one will ever forget the Field of Dreams game, the walk-off, the stalk-off, if you will. They made a bobblehead out of it. Uh, How big that stage was. And that performance against the Yankees, uh, walking off uh, that home run, everything surrounding that game. But the game two, three-run home run, uh, I think we're going to talk about uh, for a long, long time. Uh, just the spotlight, as Larusa said, the circumstance, the situation, everything uh, happening. And for Tim Anderson, who didn't play in game one, comes into game two with with all eyes on him. It's an ESPN game, and he's able to get you know get that pitch and, and hit it um, out of the ballpark to right field, three-run homer to put the Sox up 5-0 at the time. It's just unbelievable. So I appreciated what LaRusse had to say there. Uh, Andrew Vaughn and uh, Tim Anderson. As a teammate, I love the guy, uh, Vaughn said. People say the good get booed, and I think he's one of the best. That situation he took full advantage of. Uh, And here's uh, Kopech on Tim. Uh, I think that speaks hugely to the character of Tim and what we're trying to be in this clubhouse, and that's a family. Not to speak too much on that, but Tim's going to show up every day ready to play and lead this team. And he did that again tonight. I think that this was just one of the cooler things I've seen, watching an entire crowd that's showing showing low class towards him, booing him, calling him Jackie and all that stuff, and then hitting a home run and putting us right back in a good position to win. Got nothing but respect for him. Well said uh, by Kopech. the moment, the situation, what was happening in the stands, what was happening on the field, 
And for Tim Anderson to deliver like that, I, you know, I think that performance, that game two performance, um, and, and that's in that double header, it, it's it's up there with Field of Dreams. Uh, obviously, with everything going on with the movie, and and you know, they built a stadium in Iowa for this this unbelievable game. It's it's tough to match that, but the situation on Sunday, um, just remarkable by Anderson. Uh, he is hitting the ball, and that that's an understatement. Tim Anderson is raking. Here is his slash line uh, right now. Uh, he's hitting 359, 400, 517. He's got 18 multi-hit games that leads uh, Major League Baseball. In the last seven games, uh, Tim Anderson has slashed 433, 500, 533. And here are his rankings. These are Tim Anderson's rankings amongst AL and NL shortstops. So basically uh, all of baseball, of course. Uh, war, he is first. Average, first. OPB, first. Slugging, first. And OPS, first. How about that? Uh, Tim Anderson for, you know, Yes, there's been some defensive issues this season, but offensively, he is having one heck of a year. And uh, those numbers back up everything that you have kind of felt uh, recently. Um, He is going to be a big part of if the Sox can capitalize on that little spark, uh, that sweep of the Yankees in Yankee Stadium and that doubleheader. That spark right there, if it can be continually... Uh, fan, it's going to be by guys like Tim Anderson, um, who's a leader um, in a lot of different ways, but his offensive presence uh, is going to really continue to catapult this team. We need it. We absolutely need it. A guy that was just lights out that we're going to need is Michael Kopech. He had everything working for him on Sunday. Uh, I'm going to tell you what he had to say about his performance. Uh, More on that uh, in a moment. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even uh, next season NFL futures. Uh, Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. A recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts. Taking fans through the season like no other network. Free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so Kopech had quite a night in game two of the doubleheader. Uh, probably, you know, w- without a doubt, his best pitching uh, performance of the season, his best uh, performance as a starter. He had some great outings out of the bullpen last year, but here in 2022, uh, that was it. That was the Kopech we were waiting for, hoping for. And uh, in his, you know, eighth start there, uh, pretty pretty special. Uh, Kopech, j- just a reminder, I, I don't know, I don't have to really remind you, I know, because uh, some of these numbers are kind of tattooed in the brain. Uh, Kopech went seven innings, gave up one hit, zero earned runs, six strikeouts, two walks. He's got an ERA of 
tonight. He had it all working. And again, you know, this is, he was just, he just had a kid. He had a second uh, kid and he just came back from paternity leave and he, he puts on this kind of performance on national television. So here, here are some quotes from Kopech about uh, his stuff and how he felt. Uh, I definitely was not throwing with my A or even B stuff against them at home. I had C stuff and it was more of a grind game. Today, uh, it felt, I don't want to say easy because it's never easy when you're facing a major league lineup, but it was definitely a lot more fun. Uh, another quote from Kopech, to be honest, my mind hasn't been on baseball until yesterday, and that probably helped me quite a bit. So, I mean, I was still doing everything I needed to do back in Chicago. I was throwing, I was working out, but I was definitely more focused on the baby I had on the way. Uh, he came and he was healthy, and then I got a call that I needed to come back. So I showed up and tried to get refocused. Another one from Kopech. Uh, I hate to sound cocky or anything, but I felt like everything was kind of working today, Kopech said. It's kind of the first time this season that's been the case. So it was nice to feel confident with every pitch I threw. I was able to get ahead of guys for the most part, and I think that helped me in the long run. Uh, and then one more here from Kopech. I try to be perfect every time, and I know that's never going to be the case. But I feel like if I can hold on to that a little bit as deep into the game as I can, then I'll be in a good position. You know, and that last quote there from him about kind of holding on to perfection in a way. And the fact that he uh, can articulate and he obviously realizes, look, you're you're not going to be uh, perfect every time. It's such a rarity uh, to do something like that in baseball and anything you do in life to be perfect. Um, so if you feel like, well, you know, I'm going to try to do everything I can right for as long as possible uh, to help my team out, so to speak. Like on Sunday, he went seven innings of, of pretty much perfect baseball. Um, you know, uh, it, it was so close, you know, as you were following the game, uh, if you were maybe on the road, you weren't watching it, and maybe you were checking in on the MLB app, you saw that red flag that had popped up. I think it was like in the sixth inning that there was a, it's like a perfect game watch. And that's a big deal, you know? And for, for Michael Kopech to be so aware after everything that he's gone on, uh, everything he's gone through the last few years, especially with the mental stuff, um, I, I really appreciate these types of quotes. Um, you know, getting ahead of guys and, you know, getting just keeping the composure, especially when things fell apart. And and not that they ever fell apart, but um, I guess, uh, you know, when he gave up the hit uh, on Sunday night, that could have been a moment where you might have said to yourself, OK, here, here's when things might like unwind a little bit. Um, here's when thing the bases might get loaded and you could see maybe a run is being given up because you are so focused as a pitcher. Every pitch, every situation, you're dialed in. You know exactly what's going on. You know you're throwing a perfect game, a no-hitter, what, what have you. And then for you know that hit to be given up or a walk to be given up or you, know, you hit a batter or there's an error behind you, uh, mentally uh, things can kind of come undone. And I, I really appreciate some of the things that Kopech has said 
Uh, I, I love that Sports Center uh, put him on the camera, gave him some national attention. Uh, we're starting to get more guys. You know, they're getting national attention. Uh, Cease has pitched in some uh, national games, some Apple TV games. He's been getting a lot of buzz. Geo has been for quite some time. Um, and you know about a veteran like Lance Lynn when he comes back. Uh, the guy that pitched in game one of the doubleheader on Sunday, how about Johnny Cueto? I mean, you know, I, I almost it's unbelievable the 12 scoreless innings that he has had to start his career in a White Sox uniform. He's now on the short list uh, in, in terms of White Sox history of guys that have started uh, that many innings of scoreless uh baseball it'd be he might he might get the ball against the cubs uh this coming weekend which would be kind of fun he is he is a joy to watch uh just to go back in his wind up and that hitch he has and he never gives the batter the same look uh i I can't say enough about you know what the Sox were able to do and i think there might be you know a lot of Sox fans that they saw that you know hey wait a second the Sox just swept the yankees uh, in New York, this doubleheader, and they looked at some of the numbers maybe and some of the performances, and they might have gotten away from the Sox for a couple days, for a week or so. And, and I don't blame them. You know, They haven't been playing very well. They haven't commanded your attention. And after Sunday, uh, I got a feeling a lot of folks are back, and it's a perfect time uh, for the Sox to come back home now uh, to start a, a five-game stretch. Uh, the month of May has been good for the Sox. Uh, I'm going to tell you why the good times can continue. Uh, More on that uh, in a moment. I'm going to tell you about Athletic Greens. I've been taking AG1, their flagship product, for over three weeks now, and I've noticed an improvement in my overall metabolism, better sleep, and I just feel better. Uh, So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews is recommended by professional athletes and trusted by leading health experts. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Uh, Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional uh, insurance. So the Sox uh, in May, uh, right now, they are 13-7, and seven, which is pretty good uh, since uh, May 1st. Uh, there are still a lot of issues with runners in scoring position. We, we saw it this past weekend, despite them uh, the Sox winning 2-3 in New York. Uh, the Sox are 11th in the American League with a 227 average in that category. That's 73 for 322 uh, with 
uh, hitting with runners in scoring position. Uh, in 2021, last year, the White Sox had an outstanding May. They were 19 and 10. It was their best month uh, of the year. Um, so Sox are off to a pretty good uh, pace, can match that perhaps. Uh, there are six games left in May. We've got three with Boston, uh, two with the Cubs, and then the first game of a three-game series uh, in, Tor- in Toronto. Uh, Tuesday night, uh, the Sox are back home, of course. Dylan Cease uh, versus Nick Pavetta. Uh, they were both on the mound on May 7th during that series where the White Sox swept Boston, uh, which seems like forever ago. Uh, Dylan Cease in 2022, he is 4-1, eight games, 67 strikeouts, and 43 innings. He's got a 3.09 ERA. Uh, he faced Boston on that May 7th. Uh, and his line on that date was five innings pitched, four hits, one earned run, three walks, eight strikeouts. Pretty good line. Like to see Cease maybe go a little bit deeper in the game, see if we can, we can get him to maybe the sixth or seventh inning perhaps. Uh, Nick Pavetta is going for Boston in eight starts. He's got a 4.22 ERA, 41 strikeouts in roughly 42 innings. Uh, Pavetta, of course, pitched against the White Sox on that May 7th date. Uh, he went six innings pitched, five hits, zero earned runs. Pavetta pitched really well against the White Sox, if you remember that game. Just kind of rocked the Sox asleep with fastballs, 93-94 center cut. Hid the ball really well because the Sox just were not able to tee off. We had to get into the Red Sox bullpen to do any damage. Uh, hoping uh, that Cease comes out and uh, and pitches like we know he can. Uh, we're going to see the strikeouts, but I want to see him limit the pitch pitch count and get a little bit deeper in that game. And hopefully the offense and, of course, Tim Anderson pick up where they left off uh, in New York. Uh, folks, uh, thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast everywhere you find podcasts. We're on Twitter and Instagram at LockedOnSocks. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Uh, thank you so much for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen, Lockdown MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, just call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I'll recap the performance by the Sox and Dylan Cease, hopefully talking about a big White Sox winner. Uh, Appreciate you making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox!